Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl and a Movie podcast with Adam, Lee and Josie, your hosts, taking an analysis of some beloved movies, both blockbuster and lackluster. Grab a bowl of popcorn and see if their collective score and analysis matches your views. It's time for Two Guys, a Girl and a Movie podcast. Yeah, it is. It is Two Guys, a Girl and a Movie podcast. You right there, mate? Yeah, I'm good. I'm Adam. <laughs> I'm Josie. Are you sure you're Adam? You okay? I might be Lee. I'm Lee. Hello, I'm Adam. There you go. Okay, Okay, and we're here to talk movies. Don't forget, we are on all forms of social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram at 2GagPod. That is 2-G-A-A-G. Yeah, two guys and a girl pod. Yeah. Because 2GAG without the double A would be really bad. It would. Um... Look, we're, we're doing all right, guys. It's not too gag, it's too gag. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for clarifying That's that. That's better, right? I find so Josie hates that, that shortening of the name so more than you and I do, Lee. But anyway, uh, speaking of Josie, this is her pick this time. It is, but it isn't. I was saying to Adam before, I wanted to do a musical. This what this isn't a top musical for me, but it is a musical and um, it's the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So it's... Uh, 1975, a newly engaged couple have a breakdown in an isolated area and must seek shelter at the bizarre residence of Dr. Frankenfurter. There you go. Dun, dun, dun. We're in the 70s, my friend. We're in the 70s. We thought we'd take it back. You know, we well, haven't been, done 70s. Yeah, you've been pushing for the 70s for a while, right? Mm. I just think we need to broaden the eras that we're doing movies from. Yeah, I we, mean, we definitely appreciate the 90s the most, that's for sure. There's been a lot of 90s, and it's just coincidentally, really, I yeah. guess, and, and probably relevant to the, the eras that we grew up in. But I think it's good to sort of take a look at different eras. And uh, obviously, Joe's is a big musical fan. I love a good musical. You certainly do. Yeah. Um, so that's the synopsis of the film. Came out in 75, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Very iconic, massive cult following, like huge massive. cult um, following. Jim Sharman was the director. I don't really know too much about that person, but I'm just having a look through IMDb, but I, there's nothing really that tickles my fancy from it. So, <laughs> so, so sorry, he's done guys. nothing. He's done nothing. Rocky Horror seems to be his number one That's thing. A, that got at him. least it was memorable. Yeah. Um, each person's relationship with the movie. Well, so with you, Josie? Um, this one is my stepdad's favourite movie of all time. So I remember, wow. yeah, like he loves this movie. Wow. This and The Phantom are his two go-to. The Phantom? As in yeah. Billy Zane Phantom. Yeah. yeah, boy. He loves The Phantom, wow. the comics, the movie, everything. Who like does, that. Okay, okay. If he's a comic fan, that makes sense. Yeah. Who doesn't like a little bit of Treat Williams, though? I mean, we're talking about a different podcast. Yeah. But oh, yeah. dude, Treat Williams passed away. Right? I know. That's that, sad. Everwood? Anyway, anyway moving on. Everwood slash um, yeah. Chesapeake Shores. But that's not what we're here for. Uh, so when um, I remember like doing the time warp was massive, like every party or wedding we go to that would come on. And then I remember one sick day um, I found the um, video case in our drawers at home and I remember the lips on the front and like I think it might be Frankenfurt that's lying down with his yeah, legs yeah. up. Um, and I was so intrigued at why my stepdad was so obsessed with this movie. And I, I wasn't old. I was probably like nine or ten. And I started to watch it. And I, I think I kind of got a bit scared or freaked out by it. And well, didn't, and didn't watch enough. it again and for a, a solid amount of time until I was probably an adult and watched it as an actual musical. Yep. Yeah, that's me. Oh, and then in high school we did a Time Warp musical number as well. Okay. Cool. Like for a school assembly? Yeah, yeah. I did drama in high school and yeah. um, we had to um, – pick a song and then kind of make a story from that song and we use the time warp. There you go. We did an assembly for it in primary school where oh. we did the time warp. I was the guy that pointed to the sign going, it's just a jump to the left. I had the <laughs> easiest part and I was so chuffed. You're like, fuck yeah. 
So good. But ever, everyone knows that song. It's so good. My role comes with instructions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally <laughs> point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's me. Okay, my relationship with the movie, um, I was quite, I saw it when I was quite young. I, I knew the time warp for a long time before I knew the actual movie because mm-hmm. uh, obviously it was a very well-known song or whatever. But I remember my brother talking to one of his mates. Like my brother had a mate in his class that we used to always knock around with and his younger brother was my age. So we're all, the four of us would hang out a lot. And they talked about watching a movie called Rocky Horror. And I was intrigued about these words together because I knew the Rocky movies. Yeah, exactly. And I liked horror movies. And I'm like, is this some sort of thing that I don't You're know like, about? This is Spe- like a perfect of which, combo. Now that now we've done this, this is, this is classified as a horror movie, right? No, uh-huh. not at all. It's a musical. Um, anyway. I thought we were crossing another one off. I'd seen the time warp and it's very like my mum had the video of that song and like, you know, you'd see it on, on, on TV or whatever. And um, I, I didn't really know what to make of it. It's a very catchy song. But then when I watched the full movie, I was just kind of like, what? What? It goes to another level, doesn't it? Yeah, but I, I, I did watch it all. And um, I remember when we were doing it in class for that thing, um, the teachers, we watched it so many times because we had to learn it for the, for the assembly. And the teachers left the room and the video kept playing and it oh led no. into Tim Curry doing the sweet transvestite oh, song. And a group a of like, I think we were like year sixes or whatever, mm-hmm. lost our shit. We thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. But um, yeah, my, my main initial thoughts of this movie was like some catchy songs, but like, what the hell is this? Yeah, very much so. Lily? Yeah. Um, so... Uh, obviously, yeah, you talk about Sweet Transvestite. You mentioned, obviously, uh, Time Warp. Look, those two particular songs are obviously, they're part of pop culture and they've been inherent since 1975. Yes. So they've been around f- forever. Um, look, the amount of people I know that have dressed up as um, Frankenfurter for right? like Halloween or like a yeah, theme party, yeah, like so it's such a go-to. Yeah, you talk about obviously a cult following. You talk about obviously people understanding. Well, it was uh, originally right. a stage play. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm That's talking about obviously <laughs> It blowing out. So for me, obviously, I was familiar with Time Warp. I was familiar with Sweet Transvestite, but it wasn't, you know, it was never really part of the playlist. Yeah. But it was always at parties and stuff, you know, especially growing up and whatever, whatever. I didn't get the drama thing with either of our, with, with, uh, with these, with Assemblies this song. or yes. drama. So I've obviously missed out. Um, it obviously missed me. Um, but uh, as a bit of a dun, 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 um, I've watched a movie or two in my day. What? I've you. never seen this movie until now. Really? Wow. Okay, that is. I wasn't. Yeah, right. I'm really. So I have by not that. seen this but movie. But of course, you knew about it. Its, yeah, like, but I've never seen this movie in its entirety. So I think I've started watching it before and then just stopped because it just, because it's it, fucking to weird. Be, to be honest, I think it's better as a bite-sized movie. I'm sure it, I've never seen the live stage play of it. Although sure. obviously it, the movie kind of plays like a musical, and I think that might work against it sometimes. And then what? A year or two ago, you and I went and we did, did the participation viewing at yeah. um, Luna. We get to get to like sort of have fun with the movie okay. like it's encouraged but um yeah. I'll, I'll touch on that a little later we'll on with my notes later. as well anyway but um, but yeah I'd never seen it before initial thoughts um look it's a weird movie right it's, <laughs> it's, so it's, weird. it's, it's all sorts of I, I need to talk to my stepdad more and be like why but <laughs> obviously you know with the relationship that I've got with the movie obviously um knowing Your mom's missing some underwear <laughs> <laughs> no, knowing time warp and knowing sweet tri- transvestite beforehand and but not having any context to mm. it now I've watched the movie and when I say I've watched the movie I mean recently like within the last week or so, I've watched the movie. 
I get it now. Like, yeah. it all, like it, there's now context and to those songs. I forgot how um, close together those two songs were. Yeah, they're the the, the, one after it's the other. It's like bang, bang, yeah. and you're Which like, bang up, bang up. Exactly like, what I said. Like, yeah, we, we were watching it, it and the teachers left the room it. and it goes straight into it. And we were like, yeah. what the hell? And like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just like, bam, bam. Yeah, it's full on. And plus plus yeah. the amazing reveal it's, from it's, Tim Curry. Let's just put it this way. It's an interesting movie. It, yeah. it is interesting. Let's get into it, shall we? All right, yeah, yeah. So our scores, we basically take a look at five different categories. We can score it a zero, a 0.5, or a one. The first one is basic casting. And you know what? I'm going to kick it off. Um, Tim Curry, um, whilst I don't – is he ever in the top casting when the casting is named? Or is it um, old mate? Yeah, no, he's number one. He's number one. He he's is? Number okay. One. Yeah. All right. Well, he's awesome. He's just – Going absolutely ham in this movie, and I love it for all he does. Oh, yeah. Take a look at the photo. Yeah, I know it's, he's it's, like, it's just see, him. Yeah, You're, see, that's all I remember from my childhood with the VHS. See, is that. I remember the VHS without Tim. Obviously, it's not a visual medium we're doing, but it's the the recent cover that's got the lips with Tim Curry sort of sitting in the lips. I just remember just the lips without him on that. No, I had him sitting on it because so my original knowledge of this movie was not him in that getup. Oh. It was just the lips, which I thought was okay. so weird. Um, but the basic casting, Tim Curry is phenomenal in this movie. And, of course, it's been something that's stayed with him for a very long time, which I'll touch on in Fun Facts. You've got Meatloaf in this movie, who is yeah, man. great fun. And he, oh, man, is he good. <laughs> weird pop, but he's like, it's, it's such a weird it's addition so to random. the cast. But, I, I don't but know why he's there. Like, how well does he feel? I'll tell you why he's in there, because he can sing like a motherfucker. <laughs> He belts it out, and I, I'm here for it. Um, Susan Sarandon is decent, but it's a really corny role. I can't stand her in this. It's just I really, find her so I'm annoying. I'm just going to go. On, I'm going to go on to the uh, take it to that next level, and I actually can't stand her in anything. Oh, so in uh, you mentioned Team America before, not on the podcast, but I think you mentioned Team I, America before. Yeah. Like that's one of the first things that I think of when <laughs> with the Susan Sarandon yeah. scene, where you, your skills are fading with age. <laughs> so good. Oh, just her voice in um, this, and. Oh. No. Uh, Barry Bostwick. Anyone got anything on Barry um, Bostwick? I love him. He was the mayor in Spin City. I talked oh, about this on another so, past, right. um, podcast so, with uh, Lee, Back to Lee, the Future. You, you, you better be on my level on this one. So Barry Bostwick, right? So I'd never seen this movie in its entirety before, but I've got flashes and I've seen photos, right? Yep. Okay. I legitimately thought Barry Bostwick was Alec Baldwin. Oh, what? Wow. Like but, Beetlejuice, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> thought he was Alec Baldwin. Like if you look at it and go, oh, it's it's like a Diet Coke version of Alec Baldwin. It's, just, it's almost there, but not quite. And it's obviously not him. Uh, um, have you seen a movie called Megaforce? No. Oh, Lee, you're killing me. It's like super corny, like 80s kids action movie. Okay. Like the dudes ride like motorbikes with rocket launchers on the front. Yeah, and stuff. boy. It's like oh my God. all the cheese and corn you can stand and this guy is the lead in it. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, it's phenomenally bad no. for all the best hey, reasons. Straight away to be, he's the mayor from Spin City. He's also in Hannah Montana for all the gals out there. Oh, boys. Um, he's also in that. Um, he's done lots of cameos in like solid TV shows like New Girl and like Ugly Betty. Yeah, and so like apart from Megaforce, he's always been like the... Uh, that, the he's, the, he's, he's that guy. He's yeah. that guy that's like, oh my God, he's in this as well? Like, yeah, what, like yeah. how? Obviously, but Susan Sarandon's gone on to some massive things as has Tim Curry. Uh, Richard Bryan, Richard O'Brien, is it? Yeah, yeah Richard O'Brien. O'Brien. He's, he's got a belting voice. He is the writer of yes. the play. And yeah. what's he from, Lily? Um, so we found him from uh, Ever After. The Drew Barrymore. The that's Drew what we were talking Barrymore about the other day. Yeah, so he's the guy. If you if you haven't seen Ever After, it doesn't make sense. But he plays um the uh, the French the guy evil that, French yeah, guy that ends up kidnapping uh Daniel uh the Barbie. He's under a lot of makeup. So how does he look in that movie? 
creepy. Yeah, creepy. But he looks at basically he's just basically bald without the, the long Yeah, without the, long the hair. side hair. It's him and he's got like a one of those like evil mustache. So he's the things. he's the writer of the original play, right? Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. And he does his own singing, which uh, cracking voice. Hang on, hang on. Most of them do their own singing. Yeah, yeah. Most yeah, yeah. of them, not all of them. Yeah. Most of them do their um, own singing. Isn't he is he a Kiwi? Is he Aussie? He's no, I'm pretty sure he's British. No, he's Kiwi. He's New is Zealand. He? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, anyway, props to him for getting a oh, role. Oh, no, in wait. He was born in England, but grew yeah. up in New Zealand. So, okay, you know, and, and you're talking about this before, but especially, like, you know, I, I'm not a fan of Susan Sarandon, but, you know, she belts. Yeah. Um, but, the, but the voice, like, when not she's good. not singing. It's, it's not good, oh. but you know what? You sort of think back, think back into the mid-70s, right, where auto-tune and all that stuff doesn't exist. Yeah, that's true. She's done a reasonable job, considering it's a musical, yeah. right? Yep. She's done a reasonable job. No, give, it, give her her flowers, and, for sure. And, and yeah, her singing voice is amazing, but her normal voice... Why are you giving her flowers? It's like a... Oh, okay. <laughs> She did good. Congratulations. Throw, throw it on stage, you know. It's a, it's like. a saying, you dumb twat. Okay. Um, <laughs> give me flowers. I understand now. I'll, I'll, give you some, I'll, oh, okay. I'll, I'll give you your flowers one day, Lee. Thanks. Um, Patricia Quinn and Nell Campbell as Magenta and Columbia. Yeah. Speaking of people who can sing very well. Yeah, a bit crazy, but a good time. Yeah, yeah, Patricia Quinn has a really good part in a uh, Rob Zombie movie called Lords of Salem. Uh, you should watch sometime, Lee. I've got some Ooh, weird I'm fun so facts about Patricia Quinn. Really? Yes, and I've got some weird fun facts about her. Uh, Anyway, we've all gone around the table about the cast all together. What's the scores for it? I've gone to 0.5 because I don't feel anything's really outstanding aside from Tim Curry. But that's why I gave it a one. I gave it a Ah, one because of how how amazing Tim Curry is. He puts it all in. Like Like, he steals the show. Like, if he wasn't in it, this would be even shitter. Yeah. But, like... I, I enjoy the movie just because of Tim Curry. Okay. Like how he just um, says certain sentences and his facial expressions. Like I don't want to give away my um, favourite scenes later, but there's there's ones that you, he just makes it because of his facial expressions yeah. and mannerisms. It's one of those roles where this particular in this particular character in this particular role, no one could have done it as well as he oh, did. He does it so well. And well, like, you, you ever remember growing up that there's the, the, the productions of Rocky Horror will go around Australia and different mm-hmm. people will play Frankenfurt and, and you always yes. see them, but it's just never quite right. It's, it's never not Tim him. Curry. Well, I think that's the problem, right? Because you're probably comparing it to Kim, Tim Curry. And again, you, you're obviously comparing it against the original, which isn't the original. I get it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but, you know, it's the original that you've seen. Right. Everyone knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's 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 the benchmark uh, yeah, of, of yeah. You know, to which everything's being compared yes. to. So fair enough. And um, like, I know him from Home Alone too. So I I watched Home Alone oh, too a, a lot before, later in his career. <laughs> yeah, before I watched Rocky Horror. So I was like, why does that guy look so familiar to me? And then I'm like, <gasps> it's that evil dude you, from Home Alone the, too. You know the first thing I remember Tim Curry from what? The, the Clue movie. You remember Clue? I do, but it's not the first movie I think of. What do, what do you, you think, think of? of? Three Musketeers. Oh. Wow! Yeah, weird. He plays the greatest Cardinal Richelieu ever. I love that we all I'll have you different one vibes of him. him as Pennywise the Clown in the original. Well, yeah, I'm su- yeah, well, I'm, wow. I'm surprised that that's not that wasn't yeah. you didn't lead well, him with but, that, but, right? Like, it's, it's hard to pin down the best Tim Curry because he of also course. played Darkness in Legend, and which the very movie itself different. Is Roles, yeah, you know, in, Muppet movies in as well. Yeah, he's done some weird Look, things. Tim Curry is fucking ten out of ten. Let's yeah. just we yeah. Can yeah. Anyway, that. so that's right, why I, I gave it a one. I've gone point five. You've gone one. What are you giving it? Uh, it's gonna give. It's gonna get a point five from me because Tim Curry and um Tim Tim Curry, Richard O'Brien and Meatloaf brought the average up. Mm-hmm. Or massively, um, yeah. Nell Campbell, uh, Jonathan Adams, Patricia Quinn. That was sort of whatever, whatever. They're nothing for me. <laughs> and then there was Susan. And Susan Sarandon <laughs> brought <laughs> it down. And so did Barry Boswick, but only because he's a diet coke 
version of Alec Baldwin and it's not Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Dude, you, you need to watch Megaforce. All right, That's all okay. I'm saying. It's so bad, but so, it is yeah. phenomenal. You can have a point five from me for, for the cast. I'll get you one better. Watch the trailer for Megaforce. <laughs> anyway, um, the next category is basic plot and story. Um, you want to kick it off, Lee? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm going to give the basic plot and storyline a one. What? Yeah, it's actually going to get a one from me, but just because, wow. just, just because it's so weird and so randomly out there. You, like you think of the basic plot. I don't story. even know what the plot is. That's it's, the this it's is proper cooked. I know what the that's plot what is. I gave it that's, zero. that's the point, right? That's, that's, that's the whole point. And I grew up enjoying sci-fi movies, right? Okay. Which is, I guess, part of the reason. And you sort of, you did, I did, I did a bit of a deep dive into it and sort of got a, a scope of um the way that Richard O'Brien sort of came around mm-hmm. with the idea because you loved his old school horror movies and his old school sci-fi movies and. The the fact that it took that weird turn, the fact that they're aliens and whatever for spoiler alert, sorry. Um, but the all, f- all our podcasts are incredibly but they drop it throughout based. the whole movie. No, well, no, I, really no, like I know. Yeah, and it's even in the song, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get it. But what I'm saying is, like, I guess for me that was actually a quirk. Like that that that's cool as opposed to it being a weird sort of turn. If that makes sense. I literally wrote still to this day do not know what this is about. But, what? But that's the, the they're, going, they're going back to a transsexual yeah, Transylvania. The, the storyline is I, the storyline is so strange and so weird. But I, the, I think it's very unique, and for that reason, I'm giving it a one. It's I see where you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. It is very well, creative. As you can see by my shout before, I gave it a zero because I'm like... I am shocked. I, I have seen the musical like live before multiple times. I still don't know what's going I on. I have watched it <laughs> on the VHS, DVD and streamed it. And I've gone to a participation viewing and still I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? I don't get it. It's a weird movie. So to, um, to this day, it's still a zero for me because I just don't... No. Look, it's weird, I think, in almost in the best possible ways, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's That's very, what makes it a cult film. It's very sexual. It's very fun. It's kind of morbid. Like, a lot of people, like, people die in it. Yeah. Um, it's got the whole thing they need to go to another planet and- Pause to that. Like, Susan Sarandon and Barry, what's his name, Boswick. Yeah. They, they do not react at all to Meatloaf being killed. Not really, no. No, they literally walk hang, in- hang on, hang on a second. That's the thing that's concerning you? <laughs> That's the only thing that's concerning. That's that's just the top. That's just like there's the a random start of there's it. a random transvestite in there that effectively rapes both of them. Yeah, and that's the thing that upsets you the most. But at least they react to that when they're like, "Oh, it's you!" Oh, with that, they're just standing there like, "Oh, he just killed him." Oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah, it the cool. reaction? Oh no, don't go there. Yeah, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Adam. Uh, no, that's okay. Um, like the the transsexual Transylvania plot and the crazy stuff around it is it's very creative, like Lee pointed out. Uh, musics aren't really like in need of a great story. Like mm-hmm. you saying that you've seen the live production, I kind of would like to because I feel it'd yeah. be a fun time. Yeah, I agree. But as far as it a, is fun. As far as a movie narrative, it's just kind of like you're hitting beats to lead to the next song. Mm-hmm. And watching that as a movie experience, I don't think it really goes that well because it's more about the songs than it is the plot and the story. 100%. And also it very much, I find tapers off in the second half when it does get a bit more into the sci-fi and like um into, rip- into the really weird stuff yeah, when, yeah. when um Co- Columbia and uh, Riff Raff they're the brother and sister aren't they Magenta Magenta I keep getting confused Magenta and Riff Raff when they're in the full space suits which don't be long yeah, amazing yeah. outfits and the look and the gun yeah. and all that when that sort of happens it kind of tapers off massively I, I, I've gone to zero as well much mm-hmm. like Josie but a great way to put it as well is we went to the interactive screening you know oh hey when this happens make some noise do this do that first half of the movie Everyone was just like Woo! beside themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. going yeah. off. Almost once Meatloaf's gone, it's almost like yeah. drops off a cliff. 
And like the the cinema, which you're encouraged to make noise and get involved in, was almost silent. Well, I think yeah. I think it's also uh, I think there's a problem with that as well because obviously the bank, the two biggest songs that obviously people are, uh, right that are synonymous start. with this movie. Well, it's the second and third song. Uh, yeah, of the movie. correct. That's my point, right? So also first, well, actually no, it's a fourth song. Yeah, science, so science fiction. I absolutely that is love the banger. That song. So yeah, absolutely I mean rules. The, the movie, the, you know, the, the pop culture references that people attach it to that it's already gone. You've already yeah. gone. So you know the the prelude to that's already happened. It's super front. I, anyway. I don't want to dig into fun facts so early, but I am. But the reason that it <laughs> became a participation movie is because people were so bored. Yeah. Like they were so bored that they started to yell at the screen and that's what created this participation with the, the movie because everyone was like, this is fucking shit. I have done a few of those interactive screenings and I find a lot of them people do get old of them quick. Yeah. Um, I've done a Gremlins one, which was great. Oh. Um, they asked everyone to abuse Gizmo whenever he bees judgmental. The best is when you call out, I think it's slut for um, Susan Sarandon. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the things that you have to do whenever Susan Sarandon like speaks, you yell out and call we, her a slut. We Savage. don't, we don't accept calling people sluts. No, no but it was all nice part people. of the in, interaction. But it's Susan Sarandon, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, we've got two zeros and a one. Interesting. Um, mm. Okay, up to three favorite or notable scenes. Um, I'm going to start off and take the big one. Uh, the sweet transvestite routine song reveal. I was going to say, are we allowed to use this a song? As a member, yeah, of well, course I was you gonna, can. Uh, of course you can. So just on that, right? And we're about we're obviously going to do notable quotes as well, right? I mean, yeah. the the thing for me is that the notable scenes and notable quotes they're sort of divi- they're sort of um, meshing together. into one because it's they're they're all they're basically songs for me. Well, a song is still a scene. Yeah, that's fair. True, but yeah, as far as a quote is concerned, I'm uh, yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, we'll we'll get know, to quotes we'll anyway. We're going notable scenes. But yeah, great, great scene. Sweet transvestite is so just good. Phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I like I, I science fiction might be my favorite song of the whole lot, um, but it's not really a notable scene because it's but just a pair the, of lips. The scene. lips were so cool. Like yeah. they've they've done well there. Something I, so um, simple is so like everyone knows Rocky Horror due to those lips. You got know? a little fun fact about that for you Ooh, later too, Joe. It's also, it's also stay a, tuned. It's a really it's a really good way to introduce him. Oh yeah, mm. like there the, the couldn't have been a better way to introduce Tim Curry. It's almost like it gets weird, and then it gets weirder, and then it hits him, and it's like, okay, we're off the rails here. Yeah, yeah. And yes. then they go into even weirder shit. <laughs> yeah. So, Sweet Transvestite is definitely on my list. Yeah. Um, obviously, the 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 build up to Time Warp and then Time Warp itself. So good. Um, like when the doors open. Yeah, yeah. When they first get to the uh, when they first get to the mansion, mm. um, that's one for me as well. Um, I also have um, those as well, the sweet transversite as well as time warp. But one of the scenes that got me, which I was talking about earlier with how Tim Curry delivered things was the dinner party and how he was like carving the meat and like just how he was um, acting towards people, especially when they were talking about, you know, where's Eddie? And, you know, he was like, it's a tender subject. And just he, he delivered so well in that scene. Uh, on the back of that, I've gone the Rocky birth leading to the meatloaf reveal. Uh, it's yep. really good fun. Of course, the meatloaf song's great as well. Man, that dude was a hell of a talent when it comes to singing. Dude could belt out a tune. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, very sad. Um, so that's that's one of mine. Uh, I'm going to go with Damn It, Janet. It's a really catchy song. It is so catchy. It is. It's a really catchy song and it stays with you. Just shut up. The day after I watched this to do my prep, I think I said to you guys I had science fiction in my head all day. Yeah. It was it was a rotation of that and, and Dan, Damn It, Janet. Yeah, yeah, Damn It, Janet is just, yeah, it's, it just stays with you. just hangs around. So Janet. that whole scene and that obviously the church scene as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say as much as she annoys me, that Touch Me song is very catchy as well. 
I know it's so annoying. So bad. But it was stuck in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Damn It Janet, Touch Me, Touch Me. I get it. There are some good songs in this movie. They are so catchy. And I think that's what has um, kept the movie going. Yeah, Is the songs that are in it. Yeah, Yeah. don't get me wrong. There's some hit hit and miss songs in there as well. But there are are more catchy than not. Yes. And you sort of sit there going, yeah, okay, I get it, right? It stays with But, like, even, like, Magenta and Columbia, you know, doing more, more, more. Like, that's a great scene as well, a part of it. Yeah, they're going at it. Um, anyone else got any other scenes? Well, that's about it. Yeah. I, I think we all have very similar. Uh, so what, what do we score on the notable scenes? I, I want one. It's going to get a point five for me. I got a point five as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, the score, I like okay. what's going on here. Okay. Um, okay. The appeal, I'll kick off the appeal and how this, uh, you know, appeals to my personal self. I get a point five. I'm like, it's, it's a really cooked story and I'm into messed up crazy shit. Um, <laughs> but I don't really like musicals for the most part. So it's kind of right in the middle for me. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> See, I'm pretty much opposite. I love a musical, but I don't like cook shit. So it's a point five for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad we balance each other out. Yeah, yeah. Um, should I just even yeah, out the playing field? Yeah. yeah. Should hey. I just even out the playing field? Go for it's it. It's a zero for me. Oh. Fair. Are you a musical guy? I love musicals. Right. Yeah. He loves the good music. Just don't like transvestites and grew up with I grew up with musicals. Um so good. Yeah, I'm a massive fan of musicals. So where does this lose you? Um it, it's it's a weird movie. And look, the reason why I gave the basic plot and story a one, but I'm giving the appeal a zero, is because I can acknowledge that the story is actually you like the art of it. Yeah, but you yeah. Just like like it. I'll, you know, I'll tip my hat to the fact that it's a cooked movie. But hang on, let's just point out the fact that hang on a second, it's a cooked movie. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? I've watched it now. I've actually finally seen it. I can yes. ch- chalk it off the list. There's a good chance I probably won't, won't ever it watch it again. Well, yeah. it's like um one of the movies we did in the past that I can't even remember what it was. I gave it a low score for the appeal because I'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if it appealed to me, I would have already seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see where you What movie from. was that? That's a very good question. I don't know. Was it The Blind Side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just go with the blind yeah, side. You know, what? you know what? It wasn't Remember the Titans. No. That's, what, that's what it wasn't. Well, I think we should bring this up every podcast. I think you should not bring this up because we brought we it up last Josie, did you know that Adam hasn't seen Remember the Titans? I think we need to change there that, Lee. so many movies I have not seen. I, mean, I told you before, there was a stage in like the 2000s I just didn't see a lot of movies. Yeah, well, was, you were doing a lot of starts with P and ends with Orn, right? Yeah. <laughs> You don't want to let people know that we've recorded two podcasts back to back because they're going to like follow oh, well, each well, other. I didn't. I was just making a reference of a podcast that we'd done before. That's and correct. it's Pagorn, right? Pagorn. Pagorn. You absolute clown. <laughs> um, so you went zero. I, I went, went point zero. five, and Joe's went point five for appeal. So we're all in this weird sort of mixed in the middle it's, This is going to be an interesting score. Very, very oh, yeah. great area. Um, the ending or the finale or the climax, do they stick the landing? Uh, it's a hard Josie. no for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a zero. Again, I sit there and I go, what? I just don't understand. Like, first of all, they are statues and then they don't become then statues and then they have an orgy in the water. Yeah, they and do. And then they come the in. The orgy is kind of cool. Sure. I also find it kind of weird that the uh, the guy in the wheelchair is getting amongst it as well. Yeah, it's like, what? And then they come in with their little prong things and the massive hair with the... And I'm like, what? The hair, the hair in the space outfit's cool. That I ass. do like when there's the music and the little instructor dude like has his like, stockings on. And it, yeah, I'm just like, what? <laughs> it's so weird. Um, oh, so you've got a zero. I've gone a zero because I'm just still so confused. I went a zero as well, mainly because the ending's really forgettable. 
like there are many times when I struggle to remember how it ends, yeah. including this most recent watch. And don't get me wrong, I'm not someone who rewatches this a lot. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan, but um, it's just funny that like the way it ends as well. Obviously, like I'm kind of like, wait, do they actually end up flying back to their home planet or not? And like it's kind of like they escape the house. There's like the thing yeah. in the background where it's meant to be taking off, and then it's like credits. The, credit, like, the credits look cool though. I like the dripping blood. You, you find out. You find out in, uh, in the next movie, right? Shock treatment. Shock treatment. Yeah, which I've never seen. No, I've I've only just seen this. Apparently, it's really bad, which makes me kind of want to see it. We should do an episode on shock treatment. Oh, do we have to? Yeah, do we have we to? We just did Rocky. Because <laughs> basically, because like, basically, like it's just Rocky Horror Picture Show without the good songs. How do you oh, know that there's God. no good songs in it? I haven't seen it. Oh. I know because Richard, we've never heard of Richard them. O'Brien's in. It, I don't know that. Yeah, and so is um Patricia Quinn. Oh, sick. Oh. Anyway, I think we should do it just for the experiment of seeing how it goes and how bad it is. Oh, it's going to waste my time. Right, all right. It's going to waste your time, unlike the other shit we watch. <laughs> the ending is getting a zero for me. So zeros all around. Yeah. It's not a good ending. It's a weird ending. It's a forgetful ending. But it's a, weird, you, it's a you, weird movie. You don't want a, an ending that you barely remember. You know what I mean? I just feel like I was watching it for like, what, an hour and a half or whatever, and then that was the ending. You just go... Are you kidding me? Yeah. But see, on a, I sat through all of that just for yeah. that. But if you're watching a stage play musical, mm-hmm. the ending would be great. Because it ends with a song and you sort of come through it yeah. and everything comes back out. Yeah, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. But you've seen this live before, right? Mm-hmm. Did, did, did you feel that way when you saw it live? It was better. Yeah, it's okay. not like, oh my God. God, that was amazing. It yeah, was okay. better. But well, stage, probably, stage musicals end differently to yeah. a theatrical. Uh, it's probably, it's probably easier because the, uh, the the actors are actually coming, coming out afterwards to do the bows and the yeah. curtain calls Ooh, and stuff. And well, they probably like do a reprise of science fiction or one of the yeah. songs. And or every, Time Warp. And everyone comes out and does it, yeah, which and would get, be a huge gets moment. Gets everyone pumping up again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, okay, so that's the regular categories. We'll come back to our scores soon. Um, favorite quotes. Anyone got something? Anticipation. Patient. That is the one I put in. That's my favorite one. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I love. Um, look, my quotes are my uh, other songs. Like I'm a big fan of. Um, I'm All a right, big fan of uh, Time Warp. I'm a big fan of. Um, oh, you're just quoting the song. Yeah, not, like, not, not like, like a lyric like, from the like song. The lyrics, the lyrics from the songs. I mean, you know, they actually are like as a whole. I'm just going to go with them as a whole. Okay. okay. Well, my other one's "Damn It, Janet." Yeah, because damn it, even Janet. if someone says like "Damn It," I always will be like "Janet." Yeah, like it. It's now just so, I get that reference. Now you get it. Do you have any? Yeah, I like the um the, the go around when it's like Brad, Janet, Janet. <laughs> yeah, Rocky, Doctor Scott, Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, like and the, they the, keep going. I, I, I like that one. That, that was pretty that, funny. That was good. But um, then you, after like the third time, you're like, wow, they got to do it again. And like, they okay. do. And you're like, it, it, it right. kind of comes back around. Yeah, and you're like, oh, um, God. yeah. I enjoy that. Um, what other ones are there? Just I guess like the songs are probably more like Lee said. Yeah. Um, I, I love science fiction. Like, it is good. It's a really good song. My, um, my final one was it's not um, easy having a good time. Even smiling makes my face ache. See, Tim Curry, just so good. Tim yeah, Curry is, is good. an absolute fucking legend. Um, all right, let's move on to random fun facts and extras. Now, I know this is a cult movie and there is probably mm. like full books written on fun facts and weird shit around this movie, but let's try and keep it uh, as trim as we can. Who's got what? I've got a lot of random stuff. You All ready? Right. Yeah, go with one right now. Um, <coughs> start, Patri- at the, start at the top. Patricia Quinn was a Playboy bunny? <laughs> no shit. Oh, before or after? Before. Okay. Huh. Interesting. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I told you I, got, I found some weird stuff Well my first point Is about Patricia, Patricia Quinn As well oh, She took only it. took the role Because she loves it. She loved the song Science fiction And was really upset That she didn't get To sing it in the movie The opening song Is actually sung By Richard O'Brien But 
as what? a yeah. Richard O'Brien does science fiction, but it sounds yeah. No, it's not her. But oh. as as a kind of like a, a, a kind of like pat on the back, tie you over. It's her lips that do the singing. Oh, I couldn't remember if it was um her or Columbia's lips. I couldn't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I, I spun out that it was Richard O'Brien singing wow, science fiction. Yeah, okay. Hell of a talent. Um, they only filmed for six weeks. Do you oh, think that's crazy? Like that's quick. Films usually take like six months. They only did six weeks. I mean, it's not a very high budget production. No, I think it was only um, low mills that yeah. they. They used. sure as shit made that back. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Lee, um, do you want more weird Patricia Quinn con- uh, content? Well, you really. Did you go in a rabbit hole of her? I did go down a bit of a rabbit okay. hole. So you, you downloaded those Playboy pictures, didn't you? You ever heard of Johnny? <laughs> sorry, you ever heard of Snow Patrol before? Yes. Band. Yeah. So yeah. Johnny Quinn from Snow Patrol is her nephew. <laughs> okay. What? It's just weird trivia for you. Yeah. Where are you like? Okay. So um, different. All right. Um. Quite legendary. Tim Curry wouldn't talk about this movie in interviews for yeah, years. Yeah. that. Like for years, due to overzealous fans and. Pardon me, people were not uh, just pestering him about it, so he just refused to talk about it. And he also went out of his way to distance himself from it so far as to saying that he made his appearance like, um, what did he, he referred to it as like chubby and boring. Like yep. he made sure he had a very sensible haircut and like oh. dressed as least extravagant as he could to distance himself from all the crazy fans about this movie. It had quite an effect on his life. But oh, shit. in the, I mean, he's still alive. I know that he's, he's not in the best of health these days. I think he had a, did he have a stroke or something? Um, oh, that's a very good question. He, 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 he's not in great health at the moment, but he's still alive. But I know in the, the last several years of his actual career, when it was still active, he would actually talk about it. But for years and years and years, all anybody wanted to do was talk about this movie and he just wouldn't do it. Yeah, he'd be over yeah, it. Fair enough. That's, that's, you know, because it's such a cult following, right? Yeah, and that's what comes with, with cult followings and sort yeah. of oh, like yeah. People movies. get obsessed. Mind you, though, can you imagine if you ever met, um, if, if you ever met, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Take your pick. Tim, are we going Tim Curry here? Or? No, no, no. There's so many people I'm obsessed with. But who George you Lucas? Oh, oh there you go. I, I probably wouldn't be able to speak to him. I'd just be too busy crying. <laughs> I just like, yeah, I, I would, I, I'm pretty sure I'd like cry. I'd, I'd Alex Mack. I'd cry so much I'd turn into a puddle. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a terrible callback. It is a terrible, terrible callback. Uh, you got any others, Jobs? Uh, yes. So Tim Curry and um, Richard O'Brien were the only ones that knew about the Eddie dinner scene. So all of the reactions were real. Huh. So no one knew about the pulling of the curtain and seeing Eddie lying there. So that was all all uh, one take first reactions. Good shit, I like it when they do stuff like that. Right. Uh, Lee? Uh, Elvis Presley was the first choice for Eddie. Oh. I, I can see that. <laughs> the way they styled him. Yeah. What year did Elvis die? 77. Literally just found out. Oh, no shit. Mm. Um, On that though, Meatloaf could not ride a motorcycle. This is my final fun fact. And so for the close-ups, they had to roll him around on a wheelchair. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. I, I, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's actually kind of adorable. Imagine that. So good. Also considering his persona is like yeah, this rock like guy. Yeah, badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, like in uh, the, 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 the film clip for I Will Do Anything For Love, but I Won't I Do That. Do Isn't that him it. on a motorcycle though? Why does he keep going towards a motorcycle? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him on a motorcycle. I mean, he might have learned by the 90s. Maybe. Was it 90s? 80s? No, nah, I'll, I'll do anything for love was 90s. Uh, sure? Bad Out of Hell was, I think, late oh, 70s, dang. early 80s. You look it up. Anyway, uh, Tim Curry's original portrayal or original uh, stylings of Frankenfurter, he was going to speak with a German accent. Oh. Um, 
Dr. Frankenfurter. And then, um, yeah, he um, ended up, what did he do? He saw something like some royal address or whatever and decided to do it with the very proper English accent that he saw and decided to change it. Yeah, just on that, apparently he um, modelled it after the Queen and his mother. That's the one? Yes. That's right. Yes, I did read that. Yeah. Um, Also, he met Princess Diana, who was a massive fan. Huge fan. She was like, she frothed hard uh, meeting Tim Curry because she's a fan of this. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, she's so proper and like... Beautiful, and then Rocky Horror. Okay, Frankenfurter. Uh, you got another? Uh, yeah, um, Steve Martin audition for Brad. Oh. Well, he was very, especially back then. Yeah, back then. Because he was a, not only a comedian, but he did a lot of music and yeah, his comedian yeah. stuff as well. Like, interesting. Huh. Um, there was originally a character written for Marianne Faithful. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, did, is this the one where they were going to offer her, uh, like, he, um, Richard O'Brien said no? I can't. I think she couldn't do it, but the mm. character that Marianne Faithful was going to do because they really wanted her to do the part got divided into two characters that ended up being Magenta and Columbia. Okay. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. My go. um, yeah, uh, my my delightful girlfriend Levana told me that one. Uh, Mick Jagger wanted to play Frank. Oh, okay. Can you imagine that? I no. can actually. No. I can. No, I can. I mean, not anybody else playing it that other than Tim Curry. Yeah, right? but that's imagine why Mick, it's ja- hard Mick Jagger specifically. He can sing. He's got the. He's got a similar sort of build. Bit of a swag to him. Yeah, I reckon he could. He could. He could do it good. Knock it out of the park. Moves yeah. like. Moves like indeed. Oh yeah, God, that's terrible. Um, and a big one. My final one. Vincent Price was offered the role of the criminologist, but couldn't do it. Why not? It was scheduling conflicts. Shit. But can you imagine him Ooh, as the criminologist? That would have been great. Right? Is it bad? I have no idea. He's the guy is. with the, the, the pointer doing the step to the left. Uh, me at the assembly. The jump yeah. to the left. <laughs> that's you. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> the pointer guy. But can you imagine Vincent Price, like that voice? I don't know who Vincent Price is. Oh, get the fuck out, Joseph. Wow. That's what I'm saying. I don't know who we're like getting excited about. <sighs> um, have you seen, have you, uh, have you ever heard of the um, uh, th- Michael Jackson's thriller? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the voiceover guy for the thriller? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Vincent Price. Uh, see, this is how you work with me. <laughs> I love he's, you. Uh, he's, an icon- he's iconic in the horror industry. Not even horror. Just Adam, move, do you just, not hear that? No, iconic no, 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 no. in the horror. He, he goes beyond horror. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. He's Ooh. the doctor that creates Edward Scissorhands. Oh, see, that's all I needed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> you, 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 I've crushed you, his soul. You have broken I'm him. never being honest again and just going to nod along uh, and go, oh, is he oh yeah, yeah, that guy. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, he uh, he was also does the intro to uh, um, Iron Maiden's Number of the Beast. Sure. He did that before Thriller, funnily enough. Sure. Uh, anyway, this isn't about Vincent Price, although. Oh, what a legend. Anyway, um, target demographic is what we sometimes throw out there. Has anyone got any suggestions for a target demographic? I have two that is actually really bang on. Um, No one? No, weirdos and musical nuts. (laughs) Uh, People that are fans of Rocky and fans that are of horror. Yeah, and picture and shows. (laughs) If you say fans of Rocky, I'm thinking the boxing movie. That's what I mean, of Rocky and horror. It's like you. People get fooled to be like, oh, Rocky's in a horror movie. Yeah, you reckon it's just one of those things like you accidentally picked up the wrong Rocky movie. Yeah, for sure. Picked up the wrong Rocky. Yeah, the wrong Rocky Rocky tape and you've got it home and you can't be bothered taking it back. (laughs) Alright, I I got an idea for you, Lee, because this will be lost on Josie. Sylvester Stallone as Frankenfurter, Talia Shire as uh, Janet, we'll have uh, Burt Young as Riff Raff. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. (laughs) You know, I've just imagined Burt Young as Riff Raff. That's terrible. That's terrible. What's that? Um, what's the the trainer Mickey, Mickey as a, Burgess Meredith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who could he, be? he could be Rocky. <laughs> no, he could be Richard O'Brien's character. He could be sorry. He could be um, no, no. He could be um, uh, Brad. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, making bread. Yeah, making bread. All right, we're getting fucking stupid now. I um, come awake again. Let's take a look at the score. Get the Ooh. IMDb score up, please. Now, a total score, I gave it a two out of five. Okay, well, IMDb gave it a 7.4. What? Now, this movie's huge. you got to understand. Massive cold following. You're joking. No, that doesn't surprise me at all. I've gone a two out of five. What have you done, Lee? Uh, I've done a two as well. I okay. am. I think I'm a two as well. One. Yep, two. That's not going to score well. Ooh, so we've given it a, a six But we a all agree on something. This is, the, is this the first time we've all given the same score for a yeah, movie? Yeah, but weirdly enough... In different areas, if that makes really sense. Really different areas. Yeah, but that's fine. It's all about the but total. But it's still two. So, okay, so yeah. we've, we've gone six out of 15, and oh. they've gone what? A seven, it was 7.1, I think. 7.4. So how did we go compared to them? Uh, Not great. 40%. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Look, if you're a big fan of this movie, it's not that we don't like it. It's just it's a it's a very different movie. I, th- I think it's one of those movies that if you like it, you love it. I feel like it's so bad that people love it. Well, is it so bad though? The, yes. music, the songs are great though. The hey, songs make you. it. The Damn songs it, Janet. make it. Damn it, Janet, indeed. You're not going to put that on. <sighs> just put the whole tr- um, It'll just stay soundtrack on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've undercut this movie yet again. Um, I'm sure one of these days we're going to overdo our movie. <laughs> yeah, one day. Yeah, one day, one day indeed. But uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, is this our first full-on musical? Yes, we haven't done it. It is other. our first musical. No, I mean, we hated Mulan, but that was like an animated yeah, movie. Yeah, like So, yeah. This is definitely our first musical Interesting, musical. and you're mm-hmm. a big musical fan, so it Love may happen them. again but in the But you don't future. like the sound of music? No, not Disgusting. for me. Sound of music. Disgusting. Yeah. One of my least favorite musicals. Huh. Yeah. But that's for another time. It's so it's such a or another, not. another massive. Or not. Or not. Or not. Let's not. Yeah. I, I Let's what not. about Mary Poppins? I, I would go Mary Poppins over um is it, is, Yeah, is it is it a, is it a her thing specifically? Like you're not a fan no. of her? Julie hello, Andrews? Disney um Prince I can't even speak. Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries, hello, number one fan. Oh, okay, Isn't sure. it like illegal to not like Julie Andrews? Yeah. I guess. Um, you know, I gave you that fun I'm pretty sure I gave you that fun fact a little while ago, but you know the uh the voice of the giant octopus that guards the uh the Triton in um in uh, uh Aquaman, the first Aquaman movie. Mm. You know that's voiced by Julie Andrews. Oh awesome. That's pretty cool. That's, anyway, anyway this is a fun fact. <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything, Lee, but thanks for thanks for being Thank here, buddy. Thank you so much. Rocky Horror, it's been that a was fun time. Rocky Horror. We gave it a surprisingly low score considering it is a fun time to be had anyway, but we're sure lots of people listening to it absolutely love this movie. Well maybe you hate it. Either way, let us know your thoughts on the movie and us talking about it. Are we wrong for giving it a lower score? No. Are we are we right in our takes at least? Yeah. Because it is very bizarre and well, out there. Forty percent of us like it. <laughs> Fair. Um, but until next time, give us a follow on the socials at two gag pod. That's gag with two A's. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Engage with us. Let us know not only what you think of this, but also what other movies you might want us to do in the future. Cause we've got some good stuff coming up. I can tell you that much, but until next time, this has been a hell of a lot of fun talking about this very strange movie, but we'll be back again soon enough. Until then, my name's Adam. I'm Josie. I'm still Lee. And this is two guys, a girl and a movie podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. See you later.